Hi, this is David Stearman, and you're listening to my Up Podcast. And today I want to talk about doing the stuff. Elijah, as most of you know, was an Old Testament prophet. And this guy had a boatload of the Holy Ghost. He called down fire from heaven, enough fire to consume not only a sacrifice, but the solid stone altar under it and the water in the trench around it too. That's like a tiny nuclear explosion, right? He also stopped all the rain in the land of Israel for a full three years and then started it back up again. Another time he struck the Jordan River with the Capi War and divided it in two, just so he and his servant Elisha could walk through on dry ground. You know, because it's so annoying to be inconvenienced by something like a river. Elijah did lots of other miracles too, some really crazy stuff. There are too many to mention here, but suffice it to say, this dude was anointed with Holy Ghost power. Eventually, when the time came for him to go to heaven, he saw it coming and told his servant Elisha, who then asked him for a special favor. He asked, Elijah, when you go, could you please ask for a double portion of your anointing to come upon me? Elijah answered, stay close to me, and if you're there when I go, it'll happen. Well, it happened. It was like a small tornado taking Elijah up to heaven. And Elisha was there and saw it all. And as the whirlwind passed by, Elisha saw Elijah's cape, which by then had become kind of a symbol of his anointing, fall to the ground. So he immediately ran out and retrieved it. Then Elisha took the man of God's cape back to the Jordan River and standing on its banks, called out, Where is the God of Elijah? Then he struck the river with the cape and, yep, it parted, because it was really God and not the person he anointed who worked the wonders. So now the God of Elijah was with Elisha, and Elisha, through faith in the power of the Holy Spirit, went on to work twice the wonders that Elijah had. Flash forward 800 years and we have Jesus, the first person in nearly a millennium to have had as much power as Elijah or Elisha had had. But this stands to reason, since Jesus actually was the God of Elijah. So where was the God of Elijah now? Right here, walking among us in human flesh. And miracles? Oh yeah, he worked so many they couldn't be numbered. Amazing stuff, signs and wonders born of love. Seriously, sometimes there would be literal multitudes of sick folks following him, and he'd heal them all. He also raised the dead and did lots of other things. But he made some interesting promises, too. One of them being that whoever believed in him would be able to work the works he did. Same kinds of miracles. Yeah, he really said that. Check it out in John fourteen twelve, because that promise is for you. Now, Jesus said in Acts 1, 8, that was after his death and resurrection, that his followers would receive power when the Holy Spirit had come upon them. And the Greek word he used here means the power to work miracles. And that happened. The Spirit came upon them in the second chapter of Acts. You know where they all spoke in tongues. But Peter especially took Jesus' promise to heart in chapter 3 when a lame, crippled beggar asked him for a gift. And Peter said, oh yeah, I've got a gift for you. In the name of Jesus Christ, stand up on those legs and walk. Then Peter took the man by the hand, helped him up, 
and voila, the man was made totally whole. Then the rest of the disciples went out and did the same kinds of things everywhere, and Christianity began spreading over all the earth. Now flash forward to present day. Remember what Jesus said? It wasn't just, my apostles will do the works I do, but whoever believes in me will be able to do the works I do. Now, a few years ago, a guy named John Wimper, who was a new convert, went to church for the first time and liked it. But as the service neared the end, he asked the friend who'd brought him, when do we do the stuff? His friend looked confused. The stuff? What stuff? You know, the miracles and stuff, like they do in the Bible. And his friend answered, oh, that stuff. Well, thing is, we read about the stuff a lot, and we talk about the stuff a lot. But we don't really do the stuff very much. And John was flabbergasted. Because if you could do the stuff, why wouldn't you? But you see, the operative word there and here, and also in Jesus' promise, is that verb, do. Because when it comes down to it, if we want the healings and miracles to happen, they're not going to happen by themselves. We're going to have to do them. Oh, we've got the anointing, the exact same Holy Spirit that Elijah, Elisha, Peter, and even Jesus had, because Jesus himself gave it to us. But miracles are initiated by action, the action of faith. That's what James meant when he said, faith without works is dead. Elisha struck the water. Jesus laid hands on the sick. Peter took the cripple's hand and lifted him. The list goes on and on, but you know what I mean. I mean, speaking from personal experience, no one ever got healed in any of my meetings until I laid hands on them prayed, told them to do something they couldn't or whatever. Point is, there are no miracles until we actually do something, because it's the act of faith that releases God's power. You get what I'm saying, and I include myself in this. It's time for us to quit merely reading about the stuff and talking about the stuff and start doing the stuff, because the world needs this right now, a lot. People need the Lord, and people need miracles. And amazingly, we have just what they need. So where is the God of Elijah today? He's in you, and he's in me. Seriously, the God of Elijah, Elisha, Peter, the early disciples, and even Jesus himself is in us, willing and able. I mean, that is what Jesus said, right? You shall receive miracle power, dunamis, when the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and you will be witnesses to me. And he, the Holy Spirit, has not only come upon us, as he did with the prophets of old, he's also now in us. As Jesus said when he promised, he is with you, but he will be in you. So yes, God is actually in us. And because of that, we can do anything he wants us to do. And we know what he wants us to do. Because in his own words, he said, heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, cast out demons, and share the gospel in all the world with signs following. 
So let's do that. Let's build up our faith, crank up our courage, and do what Jesus said we can do. Let's be conduits of God's miracle power. When somebody asks us to pray, let's do it right then and there, and not just perfunctorily. In fact, Oral Roberts once told a story about that. Somebody asked for prayer, and he prayed, but just kind of listlessly. Then as he was finishing, the Lord spoke to him and said, Oral, give them something. So then he put his heart and faith into it, prayed for real, and they were instantly healed. Let's do that. When somebody asks for prayer, let's really give them something. God has certainly given something to us, so let's give it to others. Let's go out and do the stuff. David Stearman Ministries is a missionary ministry. We work to take the good news of Jesus wherever we can, from the jungles of South America to Mexico to the Philippines, over the European continent and places beyond. And we'd love it if you partner with us in this task. Offerings can be made online at davidstermanministries.org. Thanks so much. I hope you have the best day ever and up day all the way. <laughs>